Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. Episode 264, Frugal Living Tips for Winter. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And today we are focusing on winter. The things that we should focus on, the things that winter allows us, and how it all relates to your money. Hmm. Yes. Winter has historically been not my favorite season. I was able to escape it a bit by coming down to Florida, only to realize that I didn't go far enough south winter you do say that still often. has an impact here. Nowhere near to what I'm used to. We don't get snow, but it does get cold and the days are still shorter. It gets dark early. So there's a lot of reasons that it can be a tough time of year, but there's also a lot of things that we can lean into and embrace and see the interconnectedness of that with some really great benefits for our budgets and wallets and and then how to save on the areas that classically are going to have increased costs associated with it in the winter. So lots of different approaches and hot takes in this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, hot takes. Uh-huh. Hopefully they warm you up. <laughs> yeah. Hot takes on cold days. First, let's talk about our sponsor, Hunkerin' Down. It's a very special sponsor that we could only showcase in this very special winter episode. It's time to gather up, board up, cover up, button up, stash away, and hunker down. And while we're inside avoiding the cold and eating our way through the preserves and canned goods, you know, because it's 1902, why not hunker down with us, the Frugal Friends, over on our Patreon? We've got extra monthly episodes and additional frugal goodies at frugalfriendspodcast.com slash Patreon hunkering down with the frugal friends because the internet still works even when it's cold out. Mm. You can tell you are from Pennsylvania because to me, hunkering down is a hurricane season phrase. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the winter, we go outside. <laughs> right. We do not hunker down. We hunker down during hurricanes. I feel as though a good portion of the world needs to hunker down in the winter. And we're going to talk about that. Yeah. You are correct. And uh, 
we are going to talk about it. So if you like episodes like this, then a few others to queue up. Uh, We got episode 140, which is our listener special. And it is the Frugal Friends Share Secret Frugal Tips. Not us, but you guys, you are the Frugal Friends and we share your tips. And then episode 33, Frugal Christmas Fun. So we talk about free holiday activities, frugal traditions, all kinds of wintry goodness in episode 33. Fun. Yes. All right. So let's get into our first article. This is from the Dollar Stretcher. And this is going to be our practical tips article. So if you're here for the tips, this is your article. And it is 12 Frugal Home Winterization tips. We're really going to focus on keeping our utility bills as low as possible because this is tis the season for them. And mm-hmm. what do you think being somewhere from somewhere chill that actually requires this? What do you think about these? I think it's good. We're not going to go through all 12, but as you can imagine, it focuses the majority of their 12 tips on how to save primarily on heating costs, which for those who live somewhere in the north around the world, that is the biggest expense that happens in the winter is heating the home, trying Mm -hmm. to stay warm, doing all of the things to stay warm. So understandably, so a lot of the tips are are around that. And I do think that they're good tips with some other ones kind of baked in of things that we can consider to kind of continue to keep this time frame an affordable time frame for us. Mm hmm. Yeah. So the first one in this tips that I like is to invest in a programmable thermostat. And this is good if you are not getting like spending multiple hundreds of dollars on a programmable thermostat. These programmable thermostats, these smart thermostats are much more affordable than they have been in the past. And that's why they're finally at a price point that justifies the money they save you as an, as an offset. So, and they just save you time too. Like they save you peace of mind. So there's a lot of other reasons, even if you're paying maybe what seems like a lot for one of these thermostats. They offer a lot more benefits than just the energy saving parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had we had one in our old house and we have yet to install the one in the new house. And it's so sad. But we got them on sale. So it was mm-hmm. definitely worth worth the cost. I like this one because I think it's really similar to automating savings or automating mm-hmm. bill pay. It's the decision that you already want to make about how and what parts of your home to heat and cool and to what temperature rather than needing to think about it and go over to the thermostat and manually do it every single time. Because we have many splits where, yeah, we're able to do that. But after having talked with multiple HVAC experts, it's pretty well understood and agreed upon that it is not good to turn off, whether in the winter or summer, to turn off your heating and cooling all the way. I know you'll mm-hmm. read that in, in some of these articles, and I just disagree with that. I think it, it's better to maybe, you know, keep it at a cooler temp in the winter, not heat it super, super hot. But 
that's going to be far better than turning off the heat altogether when you leave the house and turning it all back on. It's just this kind of snip, snap, seesaw exchange that is not actually going to save you much money in the long run. It's not great for your systems. It's not great for your home and the things in it to be going from that extreme of temperatures in the course of just 24 hours. So just better to to maintain a lower temp and then raise it as you need when you're living in the space. And a programmable thermostat's going to help with that. The next one I'll point out on here is number six, which is to make sure that your air filters are clean. This is a great time of year. I mean, really, we should probably be doing this at least once a quarter, making sure that the filters are clean. It's a super simple job, easy to look up on YouTube for the specific types of units that you have, but they do get clogged fairly quickly and it really can have a big impact on our utility bills. If the filters are clogged, it's going to cause the unit to have to work harder longer. It might lessen the life of your heating and cooling unit. It's going to cost you more. So really simple thing. Here's your alert. If you've not done it yet this year, clean your air filters. Yes. Yes. Speaking on this like topic of preserving your HVAC and preserving your systems, which is honestly where you're going to get the most bang for your buck effort in saving So I was just looking up, what are the degrees that we can fluctuate? Did you talk to any HVAC people that gave you a range of up, down, like with your system? I can't speak confidently to that. I mean, I I don't think you're going to want more than a 10 degree range, but I can't speak confidently. That's what it's saying. So the internet says, um, if you're going away for an extended period of time, so like maybe more than 24 hours or something, no more than 7 to 10 degrees to conserve energy. Mm -hmm. So depending on whether it's hot in the summer or cold in the winter, no more of the colder heat by 7 to 10 degrees. Um, In the winter, they're saying anywhere from... No colder than 55 to 60 degrees uh, in in the cold. So if you want to put your, if you want to go as low as you, as you can go, probably no lower than 60 degrees. And that's only if it's like within 7 to 10 degrees of what you're comfortable with. So that's kind of what the internet is agreeing on to preserve your HVAC system. So there you go. Yeah, that's and awesome. Yeah, okay. they say no lower than 50 and no higher than 60. So yeah, they're pretty much all consistent on the 50 to 60 in the winter. So there you go. Um, the next one, let's preserve all of that uh, heating that you are doing in your house by caulking your windows, your skylights, maybe your doors, any place where heat can leak you want to be sealing. And that's just smart because you don't want condensation or liquid to get into your house either. You want your house to be like weather tight, honestly. So that's a good reason to to save you money on your utilities, but also to preserve the integrity of the structure, especially if you have a wood home. Uh, those are very, I don't know how common those are up north, but yeah, that's uh, definitely something that we do here once a year, we just make sure. And you can, I don't know, some people have tools where they can see where heat or cooling is being lost. Do you know how, how you find that, Jill? 
Hmm. No, I'm not certain about that. I mean, we just always did the draft test. Walk around. Where do you feel yeah. air pouring in? That's hot same. air being sucked like, out. Sometimes you just have to go outside in the cold and see where the warmth is coming. <laughs> you could do it and, inside too. Kind of where is the cold air coming yeah. in? I mean, yeah, really eliminating the drafts. And it's pr- it is going to be around your doors and your windows. That is where yeah. the most heat loss happens. So between caulking, if you've got really old windows, but you don't have it in the budget yet to replace them. We've even in the past utilized, it's almost like a saran wrap film you can put over your windows. Now it's going to keep it from being opened, but chances are you're not going to be wanting to open your windows in the winter. So things like that can buy you a few extra seasons before you need to replace or upgrade some of those pieces, which is worth considering if you've got very old drafty winters and Mm -hmm. you live in the north. But there are some really helpful solutions that I know Eric and I have done at various places that we've lived and really did make a difference in keeping the heat in and helping us to lower our heating bills. Yeah. And skylights. Skylights always leak. And when you, if you, whether it's rain or snow, stuff gets in there and and you've got problems, not just leaking inside your house, but like all the things that get wet around it. So always worth it to be checking if you have skylights uh, to make sure those are are caulked and airtight. Number seven, I liked dress appropriately for the season. (laughs) (laughs) Just the conservative reminder. But in all truth, the highlight of layering. I think we can often still, despite all of the science and research, think just a big bulky sweater is what we need to stay warm when in reality, what we need is layers, thin layers, over one over top of the other. And that's really going to hold in our body heat and keep us from that kind of not really thinking about it. I'm just so cold. Let me go turn up the thermostat and then wait for the bill and be shocked. I know oftentimes it's the parents to the children reminding them, I'm not going to turn up the heat when you're wearing shorts and short sleeves. So there's definitely a training process in here, but Mm -hmm. training ourselves too to wear the clothes that are necessary. And and that can help too, because I think sometimes it's, I don't want to wear a big bulky sweater and be walking around the house. I'd rather just have it be warm in here. But if you're just layering up thin layers, that does more for us than usually even the big bulky thing. So just consider it. There's your other reminder that your brain probably already knew, but you're not going to be as likely to try and turn up the heat if you've got the right clothes on. Yeah. I would also be prepared for a teachable moment because your kids will ask you to turn up the heat because I was a child once and I asked that. And my parents only ever said no, but didn't tell me why. So take it upon yourself to like pre-prepare, know the rate of usage, know how much, know the math behind what you're saving by keeping it as at a certain temperature so that you can tell them by keeping it at this for this number of hours, we save this much. And so we can take, once we've saved this much, we can take that and we can go do something fun as a family. Or I can turn up the heat and we can sacrifice this fun outing. But 
make it a I mean, it's a great opportunity for a teaching moment that nobody ever used with me. But like, you just assume that your kids will get it when they're adults, but they can get it when they're not adults, too. <laughs> you just have to tell them. <clears throat> the why. kid might say, I don't want to go do that thing anyway. <laughs> Turn up the heat. Right. But yeah. You're still the adult. Yeah. Eric and I, as adult children, we got married very young. We decided when we had one of our first apartments, we're going to do things different. I don't care if it's going to cost us more. I want to be warm. Like I want to be warm in the winter. We're going to put the heat at, at a temperature that feels good for us until we got that first bill. And it was close to like $500 for that month. And like our hearts fell out of our chest. We're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it is time to be yeah. grown adults. Put the childish ways behind us. <laughs> layer up and turn uh -huh. that heat down. Yeah. We get it now. Yes. And Travis, so this is still like a point of contention between Travis and I. Travis would have it at 60 degrees. Like he'd keep it at 60. No, I mean, 60 is a compromise for us. He'd keep it below that. He'd keep it at like 50. But I want to not be miserable. So we keep it at like, gosh, 66, 67, I think. I may go down like a degree every year because my body gets more numb uh, <laughs> <laughs> every year that I'm married. Uh, so I don't know what that says. But yeah, I am not one to be miserable in my house, but I am going to wear layers and do that and keep it lower to be yeah. able to save that little bit of money. Well, and you can get back by your next tip. Absolutely. <laughs> you can heat up your next, you can heat it up more with yes. number nine. Bake. <laughs> I So in the summer, I do not use my oven because mm -hmm. it heats up the house. And it's so hot in Florida. So in the winter, I'm using that baby all the time. Like I am uh, baking. The, this says bake to your heart's content. And I'm like, yes, let me bake pizza. Let me bake muffins. I'm going to bake casseroles. Bakes. Bakes. I'm going to bake bakes. I'm going to bake bakes. <laughs> And let that heat from the oven warm up the rest of the house. So keep it open once it's off and just kind of enjoy that heat. Yeah. That is and let built up the warmth of the comfort food mm -hmm. warm you from the inside mm -hmm. and warm and the, your oh, the heart and emotions oh. too. I lost my muffin tin though, so I'm not making muffins this year. <laughs> oh no i don't know where it went there's yeah, no way to get a new muffin tin either i know right it's gone forever i don't have a muffin tin either huh okay huh. no muffins this year sorry muffin no man for us yep. the last one i'll point out is comparison shop so if you're still feeling like your utilities are too high you know shop around figure out if there's another way that you can uh, get a lower rate, whether you've got options for your provider, or if it's worth beginning to consider different types of ways of heating and cooling, whether you know you're going your central 
HVAC system or mini splits, or if sometimes, not all the time, it's more advantageous to do keep your heat at a really low point if it's really expensive. And for the room that you're in for a few hours, just put a little space heater by you. It's not always going to be the best solution for everybody, but kind of trying out a few different things when it comes to these utilities. Compare, see where the savings might be. Yeah. And know that springtime is coming. Yes. most. Yeah. I don't think most people will have an option for their utilities, but like comparing appliances or like Jill said, mini splits versus central, uh, comparing some of these other options you do have or you you may have can be really interesting because maybe you already have central AC. You're not going to spend the money to switch to mini splits. But if you move, you might have to make a choice. And so then you'll already know the facts. But stuff like that, it doesn't hurt to be educated about your options. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, my favorite part about spring cleaning is that post clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. Oh, Jen, this next article, I'm actually really excited about it. You picked this one. Jill picked this article. And (laughs) normally Goldie will pick the articles and I will like vet them. But this one's Jill. And I'm very into the 
idea behind it. I'm so glad you're on board with this. So when when Jen and I were talking about this episode and considering what we wanted to say about winter, it sparked for me some recent conversations and ponderings I've been having about the seasons and how I was just talking with my sister recently, how I wish that our lives could fall in step more with the seasons. I do think that there can be something really beautiful about winter, the shorter days, some of what the cold can bring, the dormancy, the stillness. But I think what leads a lot of us to not like winter is the fact that our lives still demand a similar pace to what we're doing in the summer. And Mm -hmm. it's not kind of leaning into some of the natural rhythms of life and maybe what, what we might be more built for. And how I feel like I might have enjoyed winter more, even in the North, if I had been able to lean in more to what winter almost demands of us, rather than trying to keep pace with something that the summer can support with the longer days and the warmer weather. But but we just, that's not how life is set up. We still maintain our jobs. We still maintain our schedules. But it got me thinking, what if in the areas that we can control and bear influence on, we were able to embrace a little bit more of simplicity and stillness? And so this article references that. And I think there is a congruence, a convergence of being a really kind of like frugal, simple, money saving, more intentional with our money spending that can happen in the winter months. And so this article comes from, I've never heard of this blog before. It's called Everviolet. And it's talking about the wisdom of winter, rest and renewal. And I do think that that is what winter can be, is this time of rest and renewal. And if we're able to lean into that, we're going to see cost savings. We're going to see simplification in our lifestyles. And I love what they say here about winter, that there's these phases of dormancy and stillness that are essential to flourish. And the darker months can be the counterpart to the bloom that we see in springtime and summertime. And so what if we allowed ourselves to engage in that? That's kind of the question that we're asking Mm with this article of what if we approached winter uh, as a time of rest and renewal, a simplification? Yeah, I think that's so beautiful. It is. I mean, and it's it's just practical, too. So like for someone like you who travels a lot, travels much more inconvenient in the winter and demands a lot more, uh, not just clothing, but just demands a lot more like time. And so this is something that you may be able to maintain very easily in the summer and in the spring, uh, but it's it's time to slow down and travel less in the winter as the climate kind of demands. And so point. there's all all kinds of different little practical reasons for leaning in to the season. And we talk about seasons like in your life, you have a busy season or a not busy season, but these seasons are, they can correspond with the actual weather seasons really closely. Uh, So there's a lot of stuff going on in the winter, but a lot of it is like family stuff. A lot of it is designed or should be designed for rest and rejuvenation. So I'm very excited to talk about all these, especially the first one. <laughs> yes. 
which is sleep. Mm. It says, winter is an ideal time to slow down our pace and catch up on all the rest that we missed throughout the year. And Mm. catching up on sleep is a myth, but mentally you can feel like you've caught up. Uh, and, And this is a really great time to try and do that with the earlier darkness. I know I am very... It doesn't even matter. I'll get into bed when the sun is still out, but... It just feels better when the sun is down and I get into bed. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is great. Oh, they use so many references to why sleep. And well, yeah, while you can't catch up on a night mist of sleep, I do think that there is this deeper concept of what sleep can do or a season of rest can do for maybe the ways that we might have just exhausted ourselves in this in the summer and fall and the mm-hmm. ways in which sleep can regulate our pulse lower lower our heart rate blood pressure allowing ourselves and our immune system to recover that it's great for just repairing of our muscles and organs and cell structure. And it's great for hormone regulation and detoxification. Just sleep is good for us. And if, you know, the sun setting sooner allows us to be able to go to bed a little sooner, then let's embrace it. Yeah. And even I love that it says researchers believe non-REM sleep is when our brain stores long-term memory and clears out information we don't need, which is super important when you're trying to create better spending habits, which means every good thing you do to build up spending habits is is stored in your long-term memory better when you get more non-REM sleep and information that you don't need. So maybe impulse purchases you were going to buy or worry or stress about something that you don't need to be worrying or stressing about, like that leaves. So the more sleep we can get, the more opportunity our brains have to take advantage of their natural processes that help us to build habits and clear out unuseful information. And here you go to tie it into finances. When you're sleeping, you're not spending. So true. (laughs) We don't talk about it a lot. We could probably do a whole episode on sleep. Just how Uh you do not typically spend money in your sleep. Right. But also, if you're getting the adequate sleep that you need, there is going to be health benefits to that. And we know that the healthier we are, the more we can help our bodies get what they need, then the less money we're going to be spending on all of the remedies for the fact that we didn't sleep well Mm -hmm. and we didn't give our bodies the time that they needed. So to go to bed early. The next one on here and a little teaser, we're going to be talking about this more in depth in a future episode, but it's worth chatting about right now. This concept of huga. it's the Scandinavian concept of coziness and convivial feelings associated with a deep sense of contentment and well-being. And so from our Scandinavian neighbors and friends, they certainly live in quite a cold climate, but we can take their lead in 
really embracing the season rather than pushing against it and wishing that it weren't. Instead, what does the season allow us to embrace or what can we engage in during the season, especially for those of us who might deal with seasonal affective disorder or those of us who just don't do well with the sun going down at 5 p.m. and it being dark for like the next five Mm -hmm. hours before bed. And so really anything that brings joy and comfort to you is a step in the right direction. And it doesn't have to be massive things. And so this, again, is where simplicity, frugality are great pairings with this concept of hygge of, you know, do you have just a comfy, cozy blanket? that you love. Cozy up with that. Read a book. Take the opportunity to kind of catch up on things that maybe you didn't have time to get to in the busier months. Might be enjoying a really great glass of wine or pulling out your favorite scented candle. Like It's just the really kind of slower, more simple parts of life. This is also, of course, bringing people together. So the the winter could be a time of engaging in more regular rhythms. I know summer is awesome, but I think a lot of us find that our routines and schedules are out the window. The kids are out of school. People are traveling every which way. But the winter, most people are staying put. Like you're saying, Jen, I didn't really think about that, but I don't do a ton of travel in the winter because it's just a headache to have to deal with all the delays because of snow on the ground mm-hmm. wherever I might be going. And so being able able to engage in a rhythm of there was a time a few winters in a row where we would do Sunday dinners with our friends every single Sunday. We were able to do that in the winter. The other months, it, it couldn't really happen, but we would get together. Everybody would bring a potluck. So that certainly saved all of us money kind of coming mm-hmm. together for that. It was enjoyable time of connection with each other, a way to pass the evening by when you couldn't really be productive in other ways. So just kind of leaning in and finding what can I embrace that's enjoyable, even though these other things might not be an option for me right now. Yeah. If you are looking for ways to hang out with your friends that are not at bars or restaurants or coffee shops, this is the season in which to do it. Just not having to walk around outside, being able to uh, put on some comfy clothes and go to a friend's house and drink wine or have a potluck. This is the season where that is most doable. And so that can get you in community, not spending as much as you might in the uh, spring, summer, and fall months, for sure. And this all sounds great. These are all great examples. But in order to act on them, you have to give yourself this next one, which is permission to do less. And we often think of this time as the most, almost one of the most stressful times of the year where we are doing the most. But you have to give yourself permission to do less. There's this, I have this like new rule where if a mom says she's not doing Christmas to never believe her or a holiday (laughs) in general, she's like, I'm not, I'm not doing Thanksgiving this year. I'm not doing Christmas this year. We're just, we're going to go low, really low key. What that means is that she will do nothing at the last minute. She will think, oh my God, I have to do something. The holiday will collapse if I don't do something. And so at the last minute, she will throw something together, expect everyone to be on board like this was the plan the whole time. 
and she will not understand (laughs) if you've made other plans. And this is not... This is something that I have experienced, but then I have also seen other people experienced. And I have already had a friend who is a mom who said, I'm not doing Thanksgiving this year. And I was like, stop it. Don't say that Mm -hmm. because you know you will. Mm -hmm. And she was she felt attacked um, (laughs) in a loving way. But it doesn't have to be either or, right? It doesn't have to be the extremes. I think we can Mm -hmm. pay attention to that feeling inside of us. Like, this is too much. Mm -hmm. Right. It might be too much. That doesn't mean that it all needs to be thrown out the window. Maybe that means you just don't need to do as much. That permission to do less. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, A, the lesson is don't listen to a mom when she says she's not doing a holiday. And (laughs) B, if you are that mom... It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Just give yourself permission to do less. Keep what works and lay down what doesn't. Mm. And that's and that's it. And then you can sleep and <laughs> have good quality family time. And yes, Jen. Yes. Just like the bears. And you know what? Did we just talk about this? No. Bears? Bears, yeah, bears go into hibernation, right? They do Mm -hmm. way less and they love to sleep and they give birth in their sleep. They give birth while hibernating and then they wake up to their cubs there and just ready to go. Having already nursed off of her, she just slept through it. Give it a try, Jen. I know, I know you're due to give birth this winter. (laughs) I'll ask my doctor if that's an option. I'll ask my dog. Well, I'm giving birth in the spring, so I think I'll. Oh yeah, I guess March is like on that cusp. Yeah. Uh, Well, all right. This next one is time with family and friends. That we've referenced this already, but this is a great opportunity because we can't be doing all of the projects and the cleanouts and the whatever it is, the travel that we're doing in the spring, summer, maybe even fall. Winter's just, it demands us to slow down, but it also can be great for connection. So this is, again, what's worth repeating, eat food together, Mm -hmm. have a cup of tea, coffee, wine together, share stories, catch up, laugh, just deep conversation into the night so you don't even know it's dark outside because you are busy with your cozy hygge with your besties in the winter. I will also mention here, it's reminding me, I I got a, it's like a non-game but a game of cards called Huga, And it's a bunch of cards hmm. with questions on it. The, the box says for cozy conversations, Aww. not sponsored by them, but that's a fun thing too. like get or look up on the internet, some like questions that might spark conversation and have people over for a nice hearty bowl of chili and enjoy some cozy conversations with your friends. <sighs> This sounds wonderful. Doesn't it? So you know what? If like our hearts are like yearning for this, why not lean in and embrace it? This really does make me look forward to like shorter days. Like, okay, so I can't do a ton of renovations on my house. All right, I'll have my friends over and we'll eat chili and chat. Chili and chat. And that leads us to the next one. The last one, replenishing the spirit. 
And winter, it says winter is the season to nourish our creativity. Stiller months offer time to turn inward, make space for new projects, activities. I think also just time to reflect, time to catch up with people who you have not had the opportunity to be in relationship during the busy, the rest of the busy year. So I think that this can be, if you let it, if you let it, winter can be really replenishing to the spirit with all the things that we just listed off and all the things that we just talked about cost little to no money. Yeah. Little to no money. Right. Our self-care. It's a simpler time and simplicity Mm -hmm. does not cost a lot of money. So this is reconnecting with people. That's free. Staying home. That's free. Doing cozy things. That's free. Sleeping. That's free. Yeah. You know what else is free? (laughs) Yeah, it is. And it is cozy. So cozy and replenishing to the spirit. Mm. The The Bill of the the Week. for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hi, Jen and Jill. Love the show. My Bill of the Week is my first severance payment from my former employer. I've been very unhappy in that job for a while now. And last week... I had a job interview on my lunch break, and when I got back to work, my boss had found out that I've been looking for a new job and fired me unexpectedly. Apparently, Tennessee is an at-will employment state, and you can fire for any reason, but I didn't expect to ever get fired, but I'm grateful for this answer to prayer. He offered me two months of my salary and severance payments so I can just enjoy the summer, explore some new interests, and hopefully get a new job. So I'm celebrating these next two months, and I am grateful for how everything has turned out. So thank you guys so much for what you do, and keep up the great work. Ooh, Bree. Okay. Severance. Wow. That's amazing. I hate that for you. And I also love that for you. But I think I when I got let go, not for that bogus. Well, it's also for a bogus reason. But it was the best thing that ever happened to me, like Mm -hmm. career wise. Uh, So I hope it's also the best thing that's ever happened to you. Mm -hmm. Well done in recognizing that and choosing your perspective and outlook on this. I mean, it had to have been really difficult to be let go of your job just because they hear that you're might be looking for something else, but to embrace that as an opportunity to rest and explore new ventures and find another job that might be better for your well-being. It's amazing. And I'm so Mm -hmm. glad that they at least offered you those two months severance in their decision to let you go. And really, it's your perspective that's standing out to me as Mm -hmm. quite remarkable because those shifts and pivots and unexpected things can really wipe us out. But depending on how we approach it, 
it that is the true make or break for a lot of us. How are we going to approach that? What's the decision we're going to make in light of decisions that were outside of our control? So well done. So thrilled for you. Sounds like this happened in the summer. I hope things are looking up for you as we're entering into the winter. If you all listening of the week, (laughs) yeah, have an uh, if there's anything unexpected that happened for you, whether welcomed or unwelcomed, if there's bills you like, bills you don't like, people bills, you know the drill. Frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill. Leave us your bill. While while yes, we're backed up in some regard, we're also coming to to a tail end on some of them. So we could use a replenishment. We actually do need a replenishment. So please leave a bill of the week. And because we are scheduled all of them, which is the first time that's ever happened in Frugal Friends history. But I guess after six months of doing twice a week, we are there. So please, please think of any bill. Seriously, any bill. (laughs) Yikes. That's like a challenge and a threat. I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features, but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. And now it's time for the lightning round. I am very excited about this question. I don't know. And now I'm just like even Mm -hmm. more thrilled. This, Mm -hmm. that last article got me so thrilled. Uh, So Goldie's question for us this week, the thing you're most looking forward to this coming winter. And mine is warm drinks. I love warm drinks. And that is, I there's the feeling of a warm mug or a warm cup, just warmth into my body. Yeah. What kinds? What kinds of warm drinks are you gonna embrace this winter? Oh, of course, coffee. Oh, but I love a good cider. I'll do a good hot chocolate tea. I just like a warm drink lover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you cannot have warm drinks in the summer here. I mean, I guess you can, but who are you? And just to have, have those back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I will say, I think the last article did get me excited for some things that I I might not have said previous to that article for this (laughs) lightning round. I think... Staying put is holding a little bit of excitement for me. I At this point, I don't have travel plans for January and February. So just kind of being able to enjoy my house in a new way and not be constantly leaving it. I think there's there can be pros and cons to this, but I do kind of appreciate the fact that it getting dark earlier means I can't be outside working. It just really Mm -hmm. limits the amount of exterior work I can be doing on the house, which is almost like a nice barrier for me, where otherwise I would just go, go, go and not listen to my body and maybe some of the the slower pace that it's desiring. Yeah. Um, And I think then with that, more time with people, like filling up that space with community and connection. I think definitely reading through that last article got me excited for some hosting possibilities. I'm thinking girls night with some warm drinks and I can pull out my hygge game and we can have cozy conversation. That'd be so fun. I am excited for that. I can't wait. Let's do it. Yes. So thank you so much for listening. We hope that you got excited for winter and figured out some ways that you can kind of alter your lifestyle in this season to not just save money, but also rest and and rejuvenate yourself. So we hope it was practical and inspiring for you and wanted to change it up a little bit, try new things um, and share a really kind email we got recently in case anybody else feels seen by it. And this one's from Lisa. She says, I just want to say I felt totally seen while listening to the podcast on Kakibo when Jill said that cash was easier for her to spend more freely because it's not necessarily tracked and there's no record of it. I've been feeling this way for years now and have never heard anyone else, one, say this or two, sum up my feelings so precisely. I am thrilled to know that I am not alone, even if it's only me and Jill (laughs) that feel this way. Uh, That said, I almost never have actual cash on hand, which means I don't spend much of it anyway. But when I do finally use that random $5 bill in my wallet, what a carefree feeling. (laughs) Keep up the good work, Jen and Jill. That's amazing. I'm so glad you felt seen, Lisa, and you're not alone. I think there's more of us out there. I don't think it's just you and me. But recognizing that in yourself, I think that is worth celebrating in some regard, knowing how you approach money, where you're more likely to spend or save and leaning into that or not, whichever direction is going to be better for you, rather than taking what everybody else says as, oh, yeah, this is the way it works for everybody because it just doesn't. There's so Mm -hmm. much flexibility and fluidity in frugality and our personal finances. So uh, thanks, Lisa, for the encouragement and sharing that tidbit about yourself. Amen. Uh, So thank you for listening. We love hearing how the episodes impact you because it influences what we do, what we talk about, how we talk about it. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts for all your kind words whenever you send them to us. See you next time. 
Frugal Friends is produced by Eric Siriani. I am really looking forward to cozy conversations. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. I love a good girls' night, like with sweatpants and wine, or maybe like just fake wine for me right now. Cider, warm cider. Yeah, warm cider, warm drinks. Mm-hmm. I'm just baked goods. I'm just a sucker for it. Oh, baked goods. <laughs> yes. I'm just a sucker for it. We're gonna have to get it on the calendar. I will I will plan it. I will host that. I like hosting. Yeah, you had a really legit Christmas party last year. Yeah, I did. Yeah. You came. We had fun. Yes, we did. And you gave me a drink that was accidentally drunk. Oh, that's right. That was that time. I promise I won't yeah. do that again. We, do, we talked about that in one of these episodes, didn't we? I don't know if we did. Oh, man. Ooh, it okay. may have been too fresh. Well, here's we what it is. Oh, you know what? It's, <laughs> it's the new vulnerability round at the very end. And hopefully we don't. Here we go. <laughs> I was growing was in accident. my garden what I thought was mint. And made a mojito because let's be real, the winter here is still relatively warm. So like a mint mojito can still make sense in the winter. (laughs) And yeah, and I did drink it. And it sounded good. So I made it only to realize a while later when my mother-in-law came down and saw the plant, she was like, this is, now I'm blanking on what it's called, blue something. And it, it is edible, but it's a hallucinogenic. It is not mint. And I remember you saying like, this this tastes like, you know, interesting. And then you felt funny that night after only having one of them. (laughs) But you didn't tell me that. No, I was never going to tell you. (laughs) I was like, I, I don't know if I should drive home, but like, I only had one. Like, I surely I am fine. And so like, I was like, I must be in my head. It must be like something because like one mojito has never done it for me. And, and so I, but I was never going to tell you that the thing I wasn't going to tell you is that you gave me a gift and I couldn't remember the next day. Oh yes. That, that where the gift came from or what you had given me. Like I just kind of put two and two together. Like, oh, I don't know where this came from. I yeah. don't remember what Jill gave me. It must be this. Um, Salvia. That's the name of it. (laughs) Salvia. I thought it was mint and it was salvia and it is a hallucinogenic. And I gave it to Jen. Oh, my gosh. That was girls night (laughs) gone wrong. I didn't. Yeah. And so I don't uh, think you hallucinated, but yeah, you feel a little funny, more funny than you would on mint. (laughs) Right. And so I um, yeah, I wasn't going to tell you that. Until you told me that you gave me hallucinogen, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's what it was! It was that!" And then I was like, "Oh my god, I should not have driven home. I was, I was on a hallucinogen." And then I was like, "Oh my god, what have I done? I had my child." Uppers and downers, uppers and downers. Oh uh, my gosh! All right, um, this time around, we will stick to <laughs> cider and mold spices. Perfect. Oh, man. And no cozy conversations. <laughs> we won't go as hard as we did last year. We were different people that we were younger. 
more into the party scene. On the couch, yeah, <laughs> drinking one mojito each, just going wild. Yeah, we'll keep it. Ooh, we'll keep it classy oops, this year. Oopsies. <laughs> Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.